Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips, tricks, stories about being a married couple that own and operate a business together. Yeah. So, uh, Craig, what's new? Anything exciting happened? I guess something exciting happened. It was exciting. I turned another year older. Aw. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> we had a very nice birthday, though. So, you were uh, mad at me, though. I wasn't mad at you. I okay. was not mad at you. So, we, uh, it was, I wanted to do something something as a family. I thought it'd be fun, something the kids would like. So I said, let's go bowling. And so um, we have like one of those bowling alleys around here that kind of fancy. It's got like the bar and the food and the, you know, the black lights and all that kind of stuff. And so we were going to go there Well, we show up and they were like, well, we don't open for another hour. And so we were like, okay. And then we went back an hour later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I looked online. You did look online. And they said that they were open extended hours and they opened at noon. I was like, great, we will go at noon. First thing, it won't be crazy. It won't be busy. I didn't reserve lanes because it said it reservations were for events and we are not an event as much as your birthday is. So now you can continue. <laughs> no. So we get there and they had a, 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 an event uh, that was going on. So we couldn't get bowling lanes. So they said, we, we can have lanes for you in an hour. We go back an hour later and they're like, oh, there's a two hour wait. And I was like, what? Why didn't you put me on the wait list when I was here an hour ago? I don't know. Anyway, hopped online, found the local family-owned bowling alley, which we should have looked at to begin with, um, but ho- scooted down there. They were delightful. Yeah. There was open lanes. It was full of kids and families. And so we celebrated your birthday doing that and getting injured. Injured, bowling injured. Yeah, I know. Then we, woke I'm up so the next, sore. we woke up the next day so sore. That's funny. Uh, I guess that's what happens when you are entrenched into your middle ages. Of a certain age, I guess. Yes. So everything was sore the next day. But, but happy it was nice. birthday. I had a very nice birthday. I feel a year older, I suppose. But uh, but yeah, it was very nice to have have a birthday and go out and have some fun with the kids and, and family. So that was good. But we were at this family owned bowling alley, and which ties in really nicely to our guest this week. Yeah, so our guest this week, Kirsten Ross Vogel of Focus Forward Coaching. She coaches and helps business owners um, that are multi-generational family businesses. Yeah, so she does, so she works with a lot of businesses, but her core focus is family businesses, and she really focuses on helping um, companies, no matter whether they're family or not, defeat the drama in their business. Right, she helps them work through communication, conflict resolution, um, just help them build high-performing teams um, together as a family. So here is our interview with Kirsten Ross Vogel. Hi, everybody. We're pleased to be joined today with Kirsten Ross Vogel from Focus Forward Coaching. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So, Kirsten, tell us a little bit about Focus Forward Coaching and what you guys do. So, uh, we help leaders build high-performing teams in a very quick nutshell. And the main focus is, you know, or from people problems to productivity and uh, with a focus on leadership, communication, and all of those people strategies. And ultimately, here to fight the friction that happens while you're scaling or working with family. Nice. Well, and that's one of the reasons why we had you on this week is because you work a lot with family-owned businesses, and that's what our podcast is about. Tell us 
you know, a little bit about what kind of challenges do you see in a lot of family-owned businesses? Mm. Well, and I have to just say it's my favorite place to play. Uh, you know, ultimately, there's so much more at stake because, you know, the business needs to be profitable. But, hey, let's, like, continue and maintain healthy relationships along the way and so that Thanksgiving can still be comfortable. And so the kinds of things that I see, ultimately, kind of everything boils down to communication, doesn't it? But, uh, you know, there are often trip ups when the next generation is entering. And I see such patterns, honestly, there are simple tweaks that you can make to help that be a smoother transition. Just the friction that ends up happening with uh, the next generation coming in and being super excited to make their mark. But the now generation who really, you know, put in the hard work and made the sacrifices. And so that side tends to feel a little um, unappreciated. And then the next gen coming in tends to feel like, hey, you know, you're not listening to me, I can't change anything. And so just making sure that everyone feels uh, appreciated and respected, etc. Also, just um, along the balance of entitlement and obligation, Let's only bring people into the business that kind of hit somewhere in the middle. And so sometimes there's this sense of like, I just, I have the right name. I get to enter in and I don't need to do much work or work my way in, et cetera. Um, Or the person who feels like I have no other life choices um, and I have no other life choices to like come into the business and then I need to run the business or be in a specific, specific role. And so helping people really do the, um, the challenge of doing the work of one, I call it gaining personal clarity. What do you want out of the business? And hopefully people are working their way into the business instead of being handed a spot. But I would say those are some of the key things that I say, or, you know, like great uncle Charlie is kind of tucked away somewhere and he's creating collateral damage, but you don't know what to do because he's family and he's been there forever. Those kinds of things. Do you feel like when companies and people get to you, do you feel like they're most often in the beginning part of the process or they've brought somebody in and you're trying to repair the fact that they didn't do a good setup to start with? Oh my gosh, good question. In an ideal world, they would invest in setting things up well initially, but usually, you know, you got to hit that pain point before they're ready to have the tough conversations, make the difficult decisions, do that individual work. But so yeah, usually there's there's some high levels of friction by the time I come in. I will say I have, um, I also do facilitated communication. I help those family business members have the tough conversations, gain clarity about what the right decisions are um, and then have the tough conversations. And I've never lost control of a conversation in over 30 years. Wow. That's pretty good. Sometimes I'm having heart palpitations, (laughs) not going to (laughs) lie. What do you think like some of those, when you're bringing either next generation or family into a business, like what are some of those uh, questions that you should talk about when starting that process? Yeah. Oh, see, I love this one because So often, one, I'm just going to have people think about what are you assuming versus what do you know based on fact because you had the conversation. And so it's, that's the question to ask yourself. Are you assuming that the next generation wants to come into the business? Are you assuming that they want that specific role? Are you assuming that they'll be good at it? Um, if it's business partners and extended family and the business partners, are you sure that no one on, of your business partners, family members want to take over the business or enter into the business? So really, it's not questions to ask. It's, it starts with what are you assuming, assuming versus knowing as fact? What I find is um, there can be these pie in the sky assumptions. Like one, we have plenty of time to figure all that out. Or 
uh, everything will be fine because we get along great. Are you getting along great because you're not having the conversations or are you get working through some tough conversations and conflict and still getting along great? So ask yourself where you're, because our brains avoid tough conversations and our amygdala is great at coming up with reasons that feel like valid excuses. And so that's the thing. Do the do the work. Ask yourself, have we had the full conversation or am I assuming something? Huh. That's, re- that's really good to think about. Um, and I think when we brought Craig into the business, we did a lot of conversations versus when we brought me into the business, we did a lot of assuming. Absolutely. Kirsten, how did you get into this business? How did, how did you come to help other people bring people into their businesses and build higher level leaders? Yeah. So, you know, my education and experience and certification is all in human resources. So it started there, but that's back about 30 years ago. I started my business just about 20 years ago. Uh, Really the catalyst to that was getting out of an abusive marriage, honestly. So I've definitely been in high conflict situations myself. But um, during that time, I just took the took the opportunity to talk to some trusted advisors in my life and say, what do you see in me that I might not be seeing in myself? And I had three people over the course of one week tell me I should be a coach. And uh, this was before coaching was well known. I'm actually one of the pioneers that was way back then explaining what a coach was. You're welcome for those of you who have entered into the coaching world since. Um, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to explain what it is anymore. But anyway, so that was the catalyst for me to launch this business. And thankfully, I, you know, I had two little boys at the time. So I launched as a single mom. And um, it's it's really a blend of because I took that time to analyze and do the work of one for myself, I really was able to blend my education and my passions. And I 100% love the work that I do. Wow, that's really interesting. But now you not only have this business, but between you and your new husband, you guys are managing three businesses. How do you guys balance all of those different roles and things that you have to do? And home. Yeah. Um, so, and we've been married for 10 and a half years now, so it's been a while now, but, um, my boys were young, you know, when, when he first entered into our life, we're empty nesters now. So we are in a different time of life, but back then it really was being very intentional with our time. Um, thankfully, you know, both being entrepreneurs, there are pros and cons to that. And one of the pros is like, you understand the lifestyle. We are both very much kind of that 24 seven blend focus on where you have blocks of time how, you know, what's the best use of your time at this moment. Um, But lots of just coordinating, communicating, understanding one another, giving grace. And we also do a lot of just helping. We're really good at um, healthy communication and boundaries. Um, I love that with my husband, um, you know, it doesn't have to be a long drawn out conversation to say like, I, he's a night person, by the way, and I'm a morning person. And so, you know, seven o'clock at night, he's wanting to ask me a business question. And I can just say, um, my brain has clocked out at this point. And I would love to help you with that in the morning. And like, no one, he doesn't take offense. I can just say it quickly. So that is so helpful to us. Just those quick boundaries of knowing each other. And um, we laugh a lot. Uh, That is key too. But so that's kind of how... (laughs) We balance like it that. all. Yeah, no, I, I, that's awesome because it's, we're similar. You know, we we had a, not empty nesters. Not empty nesters, no. We, <laughs> but we're similar in the fact that you know it's it is hard when you're in, in a family business together. We saw it when your father was in the when Allison's father was in the business, and then now that we're in the business, like we have to have. So we have a code word. Ours is we'll talk about that Monday. Doesn't matter when it is, but we're always going to say, hey, listen, we're going to talk about that I Monday. Like that my brain is clocked out though. Yeah, I know. Like that. um, yeah. that's great, and I think it's really important. I and I, I would. 
would imagine that when you deal with family businesses a lot, do you have to help them through that part of it, that like dynamic of when is it work time and when is it family time? 100%. Um, I mean, I remember sitting sitting down with a family that uh, there were three members of the next generation and it was a third generation family business, but that third generation had entered in and there were three of them. And the one sibling was realizing that the business was not a fit for her. And her biggest fear, so this is a little bit of a flip side of that, but um, of that uh, issue, but um, she was worried that she wasn't going to have time with her family because she felt like all the family time was immersed in the business. And so it's also, it's beyond just husband and wife, like make sure you still date, make sure that you, you know, leave time to talk about other things and have other hobbies and things in common, but also thinking about, you know, extended family and once they're entering into the business, um, yeah, make sure. So we had to really coach around them creating opportunities to connect as a family outside of, of business hours. You have a, you have a book that you have out called Defeat Team Drama Now, um, which I love. And I love the fact that you talk a lot about it's, and this isn't just with families, but this is with all businesses, uh, is, is that, you know, kind of dealing with that drama that sometimes is in the office. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about that. Well, and the reason I named the book that is um, back when I first started my business, I, you know, I was doing booths and talking to lots of business owners or going to events. And I would say, oh, I helped defeat drama. And people would grab my pamphlet and say, oh my God, this is like gold. Is that really possible? Yes, it is. Um, and I, I love the opportunity to get teams aligned and focused where you need them to focus. So think about like in terms of anytime someone is focusing on the drama, friction, miscommunication, why are, you know, they're trying to make my job harder, like all those kinds of things. One, just in the moment, their thought processes, you're losing um, productivity, but also they're going around and telling other people and now you're losing productivity there. And let's not even, you know, um, and then if friction rises higher, now you might be having to replace team members, et cetera. And so, um, you know, they say on average, you lose two and a half hours per week per employee to drama. I mean, if you start doing the math, it adds up really quickly. Now times at 552 to get the annual. Um, and it adds up a lot. And so you can really regain, recapture so much productive time by, you know, I always say I use the, you know, by getting people engaged, I, I use the example of like when the space shuttle takes off, no one's worrying about who did what, who said what about who, right? Because they are too hyper-focused on the job at hand. They know their tasks. They have clear expectations. There are huge consequences if someone messes up. And you really, you know, you don't want that level of stress in your organization, but you do want everyone knowing their role, appreciating other people's roles, how they fit together, and focused on making that ex- that customer experience, whoever you serve. Wow, I like that. That's great. So when when people come and give and give you a call and kind of start to reach out to you, you typically do what you call a discovery call. You spend a half hour with them kind of talking and stuff. What is what is usually what's what's that call consist of for you? Um, really, I just want to hear what their current struggles are. And am I the right fit to fix whatever those challenges are? Um, and I'm going to have tools in my tool belt or other resources to refer you to if I'm not the right one. But really, it's really listening and just understanding Um I do usually get quite um, passionate because I start thinking like, oh my gosh, all the possibilities here. Um, Because a lot of times I can help, but usually they're coming with just a lot of uncertainty. They, They don't know why they're frustrated. 
They just know that they are frustrated usually. And so I'm able to very quickly identify why the frustration exists. Why are those gaps in the performance and the outcomes in your business? Um, why is communication so challenging? I can really help them kind of gain some clarity even in that 30 minutes and then talk about some next steps about how I could help them or refer them elsewhere. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting because, and like you said, 20 years ago, coaching wasn't as much of a thing as it is now for business owners, right? And I think that people have become a lot more willing to l- turn the turn the mirror around and look at themselves more in this, you know, world of of um, you know owning a business and everything that all the stresses and management that goes along with it. When you are talking to uh, business owners, like what is that? What is that thing that you use to try to get them to to understand or to turn around and take a picture and look at, look at themselves and understand that they need to make a change or coaching will help them. You know, um, hopefully by the time they're calling me, they realize that some change is required. Again, the, the pain is high enough that they're just like throwing their hands in the air and saying, like, help me. If the pain isn't, you know, I hate to be talking about pain so much, but the whole concept of the pain of the change has to be worse than the pain of the staying the same. Uh, or I'm sorry, flip that. <laughs> the pain of staying the same has to be worse than the pain of the change. But sometimes it's helping them to see that, um, one, a lot of their different little challenges all come under one umbrella, which is good because now um, we can bucket it and maybe there's some just some simple tweaks that you can do to fix all these tiny little things. But if you're just addressing each challenge as an individual thing, as some unique thing that happened, um, you're probably missing the overriding, overarching challenge um, that's there. And so, you know, I, I um, you know, over the course of years, I, I do have a way of helping people um, from, I don't judge in any way, shape or form. And they get that. And I've seen it all and heard it all probably at this point. And so, um, people can be vulnerable with me and know that there's not going to be judgment and that I really am just hyper-focused and passionate about helping them fix it and really encouraging because often they are so much closer than they realize to having that team that they want creating those experiences for the people that they serve, that they want. It's not, um, again, they come like totally frustrated and overwhelmed and not realizing, like they have no idea why it's happening. So they certainly don't know what the fix is. And I'm able to encourage with often, there's some pretty simple tweaks that they can do. Sometimes they're just weeks away. Tell us how people can find you. Um, well, there's a few different ways. Uh, so my main website is focusforcoaching.com. Um, you can see some information there, some links, some products, some testimonial videos, et cetera, uh, there. And also book a call for, with me there. Um, or you can go to focusforcoaching.com forward slash book call. Um, and then you can grab that 30 minutes with me. Um, another a branding expert would probably have like a field day with me. But another website that I have is defeatthedrama.com. And that's where my podcast lives, um, which is Live and Lead for Impact. Um, and then I'm on YouTube. and But I would say the two main ways would be those two websites. And you've gotten... Two books that you could that you've written. Uh, tell us how people can find those books. Yeah, I actually have more books than that, but my two um, business based uh, are uh, the from people problems to productivity and defeat team drama. Now, uh, I have links for those on my website, and also just go to Amazon and um, you can look up my name, Kirsten Ross Vogel, or or look for the books themselves. And I you can do the uh, paperback or 
or uh, ebook version of either. Awesome. Awesome. Kirsten, thank you so much for taking the time today and being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's one of my favorite topics. So I love um, not only are I getting, am I getting to talk about family business, but also talk to a couple who owns a family business. So that's amazing. that was really helpful, Craig. What did you think? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's always interesting to hear people and their perspective of what it's like to work with other family businesses. Yeah. And what I think is a challenge, and I think that there are a lot of businesses who are forward thinking, you know, you guys who are listening to the show right now clearly are forward thinking um, about how can we as business owners plan better for transitions so we don't have high friction before we start to work with somebody like Kirsten from Forward Focus Coaching. Yeah. And, and she talked a lot about like the challenges in a family owned business. And, and, and she talked about, you know, you don't want Thanksgiving to be uncomfortable. You don't want to go to Thanksgiving and, it, and it, everything be, oh, you know, not, not kosher because of conflict in the business. So she talks about that communication and the friction with the next generation taking it over. And we've experienced that. Like that, that was something for us that was hard for years when we took over the, your father's business and that friction that would be, and that would transcend into family events. Yeah. And I think that, we were lucky, though. Um, I think that we had a lot less of that not being listened to as the new generation. Um, and I think that we, I hope that we tried really hard to show appreciation to my dad when he was the now generation. I think that even now he's still looking for us to give him that appreciation or recognition for the foundation that he built, even though he's no longer a day-to-day part of the business. Well, and it's really hard. It's really hard as a, you know, generational person coming into a family owned business to balance, you know, there are people who have that like sense of entitlement. Like this is, I was always destined to be the owner of this business. Or on the other hand, they have that feeling of obligation of where I have to come into this business because my, my, family's not going to be able to, you know, survive if I don't take the business over. I'm their retirement plan. I'm their only option or, you know, those kind of emotional walls that get put up. And so one of the things she talked about is working with with family businesses for people to gain that personal clarity of why, why you are in the business, what it's doing for you, earning, you know, finding your place in the business. And I think the questions that she poses for us all to think about, um, are really good. What am I assuming is true versus what do I know is true based on fact and conversations I've had? Well, and I think for you, especially Allison, but both you and I taking over the family business, I I listen to somebody like her talk and I'm like, man, I wish we could have had that person. I wish we could have had that help when we were going through it 20 years ago, taking over a family business and, and trying to figure out how it would all work. One of the things I like about doing this podcast is you don't know what you don't know until you've gone through it. And I think that we saved ourselves from a lot of mistakes because we were lucky enough to be in mastermind groups with other remodeling companies. Um, but I still think there was a lot more that we just didn't know we didn't know until we went through it. And it's great to be able to expose all of you guys to some of the stuff and even things that we're not at yet. Um, 
for us to think about for our own future. Yeah, I think it was great. And, you know, I think Kirsten really kind of, you know, she 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 hit a lot of she hit a lot of the surface of a lot of things that you probably need to deal with if you're in a multi-generational family owned business. And especially because between her and her spouse, you know, there's three businesses between them and, and you know, and learning how to set those boundaries and expectations as you kind of go through all of that. So I thought it was really helpful to not only have somebody talk to you about it that helps other people, but also kind of lives it. Yeah, I like how she's, she, so she offers a program called Impact Academy and it, she does live and online group sessions that kind of f- go through all of these things. Um, she's got some master classes recorded. Um, she's got videos and audio tapes and downloads of dealing with these leadership success strategies, productivity, prioritization, profit sharing, you know, um, a lot of the stuff that she touched on here She's done a really good job of making more detailed explanations of that people can access. I think another great thing that she has, if you haven't got a chance, you should definitely check out is she talks a lot about not just with family owned businesses, but with all businesses about defeating drama that, you know, on average, an employer loses two and a half hours per week per employee uh, in productivity on drama. Well, and I think that after we talked to her and I was watching our team, even though I feel like we're not a gossipy team, I saw it. Yeah. I saw so-and-so talks to so-and-so for five minutes, and then that person runs down and talks to this person. And then, you know, it's, it gets to me, and I'm like, how do you people all know this? Like, where? when are you doing all this chatting? Like... So she's got a great book. It's available on Amazon.com. You can read it on your Kindle or you can order it from Amazon. Defeat Team Drama Now, the step-by-step guide to productivity and wowing customers and improving your bottom line. So check that out, Kristen Ross Vogel. You can also get it on her website if you go to focusforwardcoaching.com or defeatthedrama.com. You can find all of that. So definitely check it out. She's got a podcast, Defeat the Drama, talking about uh, that stuff. Kristen Ross Vogel, Focus Forward Coaching. It was great to have her on the show. Everybody, thanks for listening this week. Um, If you get a chance and you want to get some of the resources that we talk about here on the show, if you want to get our reading list that we recommend, we've got copies of our our budget sheet that we can send out to you in Excel form, or if you want to, you know, get our new tips and tricks guide to working with your spouse, visit our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. Fill out to receive our free resources and, and you can get those items. And also, if you think you might be a good fit on the podcast, maybe want to be on, or or if you want to listen to past episodes of the show, or there's even just some general links, check out our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. You can also find us on social media on Instagram or Facebook at BizMarried. So find, so take a look for us there. Yep. And, and uh, if you have something you want to share with us, you have an idea for a show or something you want to hear what we, our thoughts are, you know, hit us up on those social media. Leave us a leave us a comment or send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from, from you. And, and remember, folks, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage because we're married with a business.